Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And let's start off with uh, Deontay Wilder, his side of the story, shall we say, with respect to his future and his options. So he's basically, according to uh, the writers over at uh, World Boxing News, a fellow by the name of Phil Jay, one of my favorite writers in the boxing world. Anyway, he he's reporting this. He's saying Deontay Wilder is staring down the barrel of a devastating career-ending uh, card that could uh, see the American Slugger fight just three times in five years. As they've reported many times, uh, Wilder's been unable to fulfill his promise to be active in the sport of boxing. The Alabama Slammer gave a speech confirming he would not retire early this year and stated he would give his all in the final three years of his career. This has not come to fruition. A slated fight with Anthony Joshua keeps being altered. At the same time, Andy Ruiz Jr. is considering other options after pricing himself out, according to Wilder. The whole situation is a mess, and Wilder is at the center of it. A deadline set by uh, Joshua's team over in Saudi Arabia uh, with respect to their fight there uh, has come and gone. Uh, Joshua's promoter is seeking other venues. As we know, we spoke about it yesterday in a shocking turn of events. For all Wilder knew, he was getting a bundle of cash from Saudi Arabian investors, a heap of cash worth putting his career on hold for. This is no longer the case in a devastating turnover for him. Additionally, Joshua is considering a reopening talks with Tyson Fury, and Wilder is again the one left in the lurch. So will Deontay Wilder ever fight anti-Joshua? That's the big question. Hearn, Eddie Hearn has confirmed uh, Joshua is also actively looking at other options for December return. And that's uh, for Anthony Joshua. That's uh, before potentially facing uh, Tyson Fury in the first half of 2024. But if you listen to uh, Frank Warren, that's never going to happen. Uh, if that scenario does uh, transpire, Wilder will again have wasted 10 months of his career due to the pandemic. Following his loss to Fury in 2020, Wilder has fought just twice. He's holds on to one victory in four years. His run as WBC heavyweight champ, which lasted five years and is sure to land him in the Boxing Hall of Fame, is a distant memory. While his career is in life support, it needs resuscitation, resuscitation, or at the very least, reanimation. So in November, you know, might recall, uh, while there's not looking to uh, follow through and uh, mandate a WBC eliminator uh, with Andy Ruiz Jr., the money's just not there, 10 months on. Nothing has changed from his from his point of view. Fans are still in the dark about Wilder's next move, and apparently, so is the man supposed to be in the opposite corner. So we'll see what happens uh, in the heavyweight side of things at the top end of the division. Meanwhile, fighting continues. Uh, uh, you might recall a fellow by the name of Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez. We talked about him a lot a couple of years ago. That's because he hasn't fought in a couple of years. When former world super middleweight champion. Galberto Zerdo Ramirez, 44-1, by the way, 30 knockouts, takes on former light heavyweight world champion Joe the Common Man Smith Jr., 28-4, 22 knockouts. On October 7th, it'll be seven and a half years since Ramirez last fought in the modern-day mecca of boxing, Las Vegas. Zerdo versus Smith will headline the Golden Boy promotion event uh, to be streamed live on The Zone from the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan. Both veteran fighters will be making their cruiserweight debuts albeit fighting at 190-pound catch weight. Uh, Zerto, by the way, last fought in Las Vegas in April 9, 2016, when he became the first Mexico native to capture a world super middleweight title, dominating a 12-round unanimous by winning each round on all three judges' scorecards for a shutout. 
to defeat defending world boxing organization world champion Arthur Abraham 44-4 at the MGM Grand. So he Ramirez now is three and zero in Las Vegas, while Smith is one and zero in Las Vegas, having stopped uh, the then former WBO light heavyweight champion. Um, so fighting in Las Vegas is an incredible experience at Ramirez. It's often referred to as the mecca of boxing for a good reason. The city has rich history in the sport, hosting some of the most iconic and legendary boxing matches. The atmosphere, the energy, and the sheer excitement of fighting is such a renowned in such a renowned location is are truly unparalleled. Very good for him. But let's go around the world to the other mecca, Commonwealth Super Middle. So, so, sorry. Commonwealth Super Welterweight Champion Lewis the Medway Mauler Green, 16 and 3, 10 knockouts, will make his third defense of his title when he meets Sam Magic Man Gilly, 16 and 1, 8 knockouts, in a highly anticipated clash on the undercard of boxers uh, uh, Joshua Boatsi uh, uh, versus Aziz. Paths Collide, it's called. It'll take place on Saturday, October 21st at the O2 in London, UK which will also uh, send the winner forward for a shot at the British title. Uh, in terms of recent results, boxing does continue. Um, having a look at some results here from Long Beach, California. This past Saturday at the Affinity Reality Studios in Long Beach, California, USA, CBN Promotions held its first boxing event titled New Blood in association with Campanova Sports. New Blood broadcast live in Spanish on Fox Deportes and will also air on tape delay on Estrella TV. New Blood also live streamed the entire card um, where, where uh, it was replayed in English. Uh, in the eight-round featherweight main event, Rigoberto Hermelzillo, 14 form one nine knockouts from Victorville, California, defeated Alexis de Luna, 10-2, uh, from Bakersfield, California, in a very close fight. Uh, both fighters engaged in back-and-forth action, giving the fans an all-out war. Good for them. Good for fighting fans out in California. Let's move along now to uh, Colombia. Former IBO super middleweight world champ Carlos Gongora, 22-2, 17 knockouts of Ecuador. Um, stopped heavy-handed local favorite John Tehran. 18 and 415 knockouts on Tuesday morning at the Coliseo Deva Sanchez de Pasquelio in Santa Maria, Colombia. Gongora imposed his will midway through round one and dropped Tehran with a combination to the head. Tehran beat the count though and managed to survive the round. A wicked right hook to the body ended matters early in round number two, however, as Tehran crumbled to canvas where the referee immediately waved off the bout. Gongora is managed, by the way, by Mike. Uh, Chris Hill and promoted by Hall of Fame promoter Lou Tabella. Uh, let's move along to uh, one of the uh, final stories of the day. Uh, this involves Oscar de la Hoya and his company Golden Boy Promotions, which we've seen uh, put on many great fights on the West Coast of America. But for the second time in four years, Oscar de la Hoya's Golden Boy finds itself in a legal battle with its top star. Canelo Alvarez, as you might recall, boxing's number one attraction back in the day, uh, was released from his 11-fight, uh, $300-plus million deal with Golden Boy in November 2020 uh, after he sued the promotion company. Now it's Ryan Garcia. 
who alleged in June via a demand letter that his promotional contract with Golden Boy had been breached. Mediation between the Starbucks and De La Hoya Promotion Company will begin October 18th, according to ESPN's uh, Mike uh, Coppinger. He said uh, both sides continue to plan Garcia's return to the ring, ring, which seems to me highly unlikely as part of the Golden Boy stable. Garcia is 19 and 1, 23 knockouts, suffered his first career loss back in April when he, st he was stopped in round number seven of a super fight with Gervonta Davis. That earned Garcia an estimated $30 million. The 24-year-old's comeback bout could land him number on November 18th per sources. Uh, Garcia will continue his fight outside the ring as he looks to remedy what he claims are violations of the promotional agreement as well as California and federal law that invalidate the contract. The allegations laid out in that June demand letter prompted a response from Golden Boy in the form of a lawsuit filed later that month in U.S. District Court of Nevada to enforce its contract with Garcia. Garcia's manager and lawyer, Guadalupe Valencia, was accused of tortuous interference in the suit. Last month, Garcia petitioned for the lawsuit against him to be dismissed. Wow. Uh, Ryan is letting his team of lawyers handle the Golden Boy litigation. Garcia's representative, Darren Chavez, uh, told ESPN, Ryan is confident in a favorable outcome, and he's focused on fighting this year and having a favorable outcome where it matters to him most in the ring. And finally... Uh, one last uh, story regarding Jermal Charlo. As we know, he's about to fight Canelo Alvarez, and he was talking the other day. Let's uh, set the scene for you. This is courtesy of BoxingScene.com. Jermal Charlo knows the, his history. Before he ultimately set out his own boxing path, the truculent, undisputed junior middleweight champ was a student of the game in a lot of ways. He remembers those who came before him, the Marvin Haglers or Roberto Durans. He also caught an up-and-close view of the legendary careers of Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, and Andre Ward. Each of those off-mentioned fighters had their own style and grace, but while they fought nothing alike, they all had one thing in common. By the time they hung up their trunks and gloves, they were immediately inducted into the Hall of Fame. Now, Charlo, whether he decides that his trophy case is sufficiently filled, his bank account is overflowed, and he isn't interested in getting punched in the face anymore, believes that he won't disappear into boxing obscurity. Although he doesn't want to come across an individual-filled hubris, he knows exactly where he's going when he pulls the curtains down on his career. This is what he said. I'm amongst the Hall of Famers already. And he said that during his recent uh, virtual workout. His Hall of Fame credentials as this writer can be debated until the cows come home. But whether he makes it or not isn't the number one thing on his mind. What is on his mind? is his September 30th matchup against Alvarez at the T-Mobile Arena in the Las Vegas, Nevada. We mentioned earlier the mecca of boxing. And uh, he's temporarily washing his hands of the 154-pound division to get there and bypassing the land of the middleweights and looks to audaciously knock off Canelo at 168 pounds. So some may, may call that a stupid move, others pointless. Uh, Cheryl already pilfered away every world title at 154 pounds. He could sit back, relax, and continue to defend his undisputed throne. Charlo could have went in that direction, uh, but where's the fun in that? From his point of view, facing someone as dangerous and accomplished as Alvarez motivates him to the umpteenth degree. I'm just daring to be great, he said. I'm just going to be great. 
Fantastic stuff. All right, boxing fans, thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike or at four of his show, Knuckle Up. <laughs>